0: If you're a leader or an aspiring leader in the business of lifelong learning, you're in the right place. I'm Salisa Steele.
1: And I'm Jeff Cobb. And this is the Leading Learning Podcast. Hey there, we are back with another episode of the Leading Learning Podcast, specifically episode 67. And this time around, we're going to spend some time talking about two closely related concepts, learning business and learning business professional. But before we do that, we have a couple of other important items that we want to cover. The first is that we want to be sure to thank your membership, our sponsor for the first quarter of 2017. Your membership's award-winning learning management system, Crowd Wisdom, provides organizations with the means to manage all of their educational content formats in one central location. And it also provides tools to create and deliver assessments, evaluations, and learning communities. You can find out more about your membership at yourmembership.com. Also, your membership is the executive sponsor of Learning Technology Design, or LTD, our annual event designed specifically for professionals in the business of continuing education and professional development. Now, we launched LTD as a very successful face-to-face event in 2016, but we've decided this time around that we're going to try it out as a virtual conference. So, LTD 2017 will be completely web-based, but the goal remains the same, and that is to help attendees Find new and better ways to engage learners and create lasting impact through the effective use of technology. The event will take place March 1st through 3rd, and you can get all of the details at LTD.leadinglearning.com. You can also get our preferred pricing rate through the end of January, and that's $100 off of the full rate, so definitely be sure to take advantage of it. We've put together what we think is a really great program for the event, covering topics like microlearning, social learning, and the effective marketing of learning programs. So we hope you'll take some time to learn more about LTD at ltd.leadinglearning.com and join us in March. Now, as I said at the, uh, at the beginning here, we want to talk about this whole concept of the learning business and learning business professional, since really, you know, that's what we're focused on. That's what we're all about here at Leading Learning. So how do we, how do we kick that off, do you think, Salisa? So
0: well, I think first we have to start with learning business um, since that term is then embedded in the other term, learning business professional. And, and I think the term learning business can be a bit confusing because there are certainly folks out there who who use it to mean a business that learns. That means uh, a business that pays attention to what works and what doesn't. And that it's adapting and growing and and making shifts based on what it's learning. And so, in that sense, you know, arguably. Every business, every organization, really should seek to be a learning business.
1: Yeah, definitely. But of course, that that's not really what we have in mind. I mean, certainly, we want you know to you to have a learning business. We want to be a learning business. But but learning business, as we define it, and as we use it in the context of this this podcast and and everything we do. Uh, really uh, it has to meet two criteria. And the first is that a fundamental reason for its existence as a business is to generate revenue through selling, learning, and education experiences to a target audience. And in most cases, that means net positive revenue or profit. So that's the first criteria.
0: And then the second criterion is that it has to self-identify as a business. So that means that the majority of people working in the business, they recognize that that revenue generation is a fundamental reason for their existence and for what they do day in and day out.
1: And so, you know, having said that... probably would be helpful to talk maybe a little bit about what is not a learning business. Sometimes understanding what we're not talking about can can make it clear what we are talking about. And, you know, and so from that perspective, you know, I think we'd say that most corporate training does not fall in the the learning business category. So, you know, your your typical uh, learning and development uh, type activities, um, you know, corporate training, of course, is going to contribute to, or at least it should contribute to, the success of a corporation's business, but typically it's going to be a cost center and its audience is you know primarily going to be internal to the company now we'll leave aside for the the moment the whole concept of extended enterprise and going out and training you know customers and uh partners and potentially generating revenue off of that but traditional corporate training where you're training employees typically going to be a cost center typically is not going to be what we think of as a learning business
0: And then we also don't think of traditional academic institutions for the most part as a learning business. Uh, You know, many public institutions are are heavily subsidized, um, and even when they do have to generate at least break even revenue, um, it's pretty rare for that requirement to be emphasized or or really recognized outside of a, a small segment of the administration. So, you know, I think they're shaky on that first criterion that we mentioned in terms of seeing themselves as a learning business. And then I think they definitely don't tend to meet that second criterion where the people within the organization see themselves as learning business professionals.
1: Right. And, and, and of course, there are exceptions um, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, that can really lead us to the types of organizations that we do feel qualify as, as learning businesses. So within the academic world, you know, continuing education and extension programs often fall in in the camp that we would regard as as learning businesses. So these are parts of colleges and universities that are often run more like, you know, private training and education uh, companies, which in private education and training companies, of course, would be another type of organization that we would definitely classify as learning businesses.
0: And then, you know, I think most importantly, at least in the context of this podcast, you know, we would want to be clear on the fact that we believe that most trade and professional associations are learning businesses, or at least um, running a learning business within the context of their overall business. And, And. we feel that's true whether an organization is selling education and training directly, you know, separately as, as a for purchase items or whether it provides access to learning opportunities as part of the benefit of membership. But in either case, you have learning driving revenue. And so it should be treated as a business.
1: So, you know, hopefully that offers a, a reasonable idea of, of what we mean by learning business. You know, if you go back to those criteria and then look at the examples of what doesn't count, what does count, you know, hopefully you're you're, you're getting at what we talk about when we, uh, or what we mean when we talk about the concept of learning business. So then, you know, what is a learning business professional?
0: So I think the simplest definition would be as a person who works within a learning business and recognizes that she or he works within a learning business. And and so let's talk a little bit about why that matters, uh, you know, why it matters to sort of see yourself as a learning business professional. Um, I, I think that it's tends to be a different role than what you would find in the other types of education and training organizations we were talking about before in, in the corporate uh, training world or in traditional academia. And then I think because um, it is a different role, then it therefore requires a different mindset, a different skill set, a different body of knowledge.
1: Yeah, I mean, this really is—you know—these th- are different people from your traditional sort of training and education roles that uh, that people tend to, to think about. Um, but then, you know, there's there's sort of a a rub in, in all of this. Um, you know, that for the for the most part. Um, you know, I, I think we really haven't acknowledged that this whole sector of learning and education. We've talked about this in previous podcasts. This whole idea, you know, of, of a third sector—that's um, really where these learning businesses uh, operate. And uh, you know, to to a large extent, we really haven't acknowledged that. We really haven't identified it. Um, and as a result, you know, there, there's no off-the-shelf curriculum or, or program for, you know, people who are training to work in, in the learning business. You can't go, you know, to uh, an education um, department at a college university. You can't go to an MBA program and say, I'm going to be in the learning business and have anybody look at you like, can I have any idea what you're talking about? (laughs) Um, And of course, you know, many people who, at least in theory, are working in in learning businesses aren't really conscious of their organization as potentially being a learning business or of themselves um, as learning business professionals. And we talked about that as one of the, the criteria that, you know, you need to have that consciousness. I mean, you don't really have a learning business if you're not conscious of that and identifying uh, yourself and the business as as a business really focused on on the delivery of learning,
0: yeah. So there's almost like kind of a, a pre-step here um, to becoming a learning a business professional, which is really that that sense of identity or, or coming to understand that that label does fit you. And then you know, once that fits you, then you can begin to think about what is it you have to do to excel in that role, to be good in that role, and you know, all of this is one of the main reasons that we developed the learning business maturity model, which we discussed in an earlier podcast. Um, so maybe it would be helpful for us to kind of talk, do a quick review of that for folks. Yeah, definitely.
1: Because I mean, it's funny, as we started talking about this episode, the whole idea of, you know, being a learning business professional and, and, and what that means and how you're going to develop yourself, you know, as a, as a professional, I, I hadn't really thought of it so much in these terms before. But that whole learning business maturity model is in a sense, uh, kind of a, a, a curriculum in, in a way or or at least gives you the, the, the basis for um, a curriculum to develop yourself, uh, both, you know, your learning business, but then you as a learning business professional. And of course, you know, in, in the maturity model, and we'll link to this and, you know, make sure you can get all of the, the details if you haven't uh, heard us cover this before, but, uh, you know, we've defined five domains that, uh, that people and businesses um, really need to, to focus on if they are going to be uh, successful and, and mature um, as learning businesses.
0: Right. So we focus on leadership, on strategy, on capacity, on portfolio, and on marketing. So I think leadership is relatively you know, clear. I think this is our, around the idea of having a vision, having a strategy, making sure that um, other people within the learning business are on board and understand that. Um, and obviously, I kind of rolled up leadership and strategy there when I was talking about that. But I think both of those are, are pretty clear. Capacity, um, just in terms of how we're using it, that really is around having the human and technology and other resources that you need to pull off what your strategy you know, says you need to be doing, what your leadership um, has identified as the right direction.
1: And then, of course, you know you've got to be able to uh, develop a, a compelling portfolio that really aligns to the needs of your learner, um, the, the needs of your market, and again is going to meet those, those strategic goals and, and, and really fulfill the vision that, that you have as an organization. And then finally, uh, effective marketing. And I shouldn't even say finally because we often you know begin with marketing and really understanding you know the the audience uh, that you're dealing with and the needs, and it, you know is from that, that that strategy really should. Flow, you know. So those are the, um, the the five domains, and then we wrap we uh, map them across four levels of maturity. And of course, in the you know in the business maturity model, we're talking about the business maturing, but really, you know, this is a, a professional in the business should be thinking about him or herself in the same way. They need to mature a, a across these domains and develop themselves uh, as a professional.
0: Right. And so we have those stages going from kind of at the beginning being sort of static, then moving into reactive and then ultimately, uh, well, not ultimately, but next proactive and then ultimately innovative. And you're right, Jeff. I mean, I think absolutely the way we we talk about it in the uh, learning business maturity model is the business centric view of it but right absolutely the same things can apply to the individuals working within those business you might be mostly static where you're not really learning a lot of new things not taking on new skills or mindsets that you need to do your job maybe at the next stage as you're getting more reactive you're kind of going oh I've got to deal with this issue so now I need to go and find out how to deal with it you're doing that the next stage, you get more proactive, you begin to seek things out. And then by the time you hit that last stage, you know, you're really an innovative thinker there. You you have embraced this idea of uh, your learning business, and you really are seeking out new ways to just see that, you know, grow and expand and multiply in terms of its impact and effect.
1: And so I think, you know, regardless of whether um, a person adopts the Learning business maturity models specifically, um, you know, she, she's going to see uh, her business and, and her own professional development in, in terms that are at least similar to this, and 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 try to develop, you know, across uh, uh, similar sorts of domains. And I mean, it, it's a multidisciplinary approach, which I think is one of the things that you know separates it out from traditional, say, learning and development or academia. Um, the, these business aspects that do come in around strategy and marketing, those sorts of things, are incredibly uh, important. And and really, I mean, like anything in life, where you want to excel, it's going to take a conscious investment of time and effort to, to build the necessary skills and knowledge across those domains and to be able to mature.
0: And so one of the issues that that we've seen is that even once you have that recognition and that identity as a learning uh, business professional, you know, where do you go to get the the mindset and the skill set that you need to really excel in that role. And that's been a big part of, of all that we've been doing at Tagores, but very specifically learning technology and, and design where we really are trying to cover um, key areas that we see as essential to success in, in that role of learning business professional.
1: Right, and so again, you know, learning technology design, or LTD, as we call it for short, um, you know, this year is going to be the the virtual conference that we're offering. We did it face to face last year. We may, you know, do it face to face again in the future. But uh, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to do it as a virtual event this year is uh, we felt like we we wanted to be able to reach as many people as possible with this. Um, we know that it you know it can be difficult to travel. We also know that uh, you know there are many people out there who are only you know, just starting to conceive of themselves as this sort of learning business professional and identify in that way. And, uh, you know, may not have been thinking going into this year that, oh, I need to to budget some time and money to invest in myself in this way. So we want to make this as accessible as possible. And then, of course, you know, in, in the... Uh, program that we've put together for it, you know, we're, we're trying to cover the types of areas that we're talking about here. I mean, we definitely, you know, have a lot around design and, uh, you know, what's what's now emerging is the, the best practices in learning and, and, and some of the trends around uh, approaches to learning. Um, but, you know, we're, we're covering um, marketing. We definitely, t- you know, touch on strategy in there. Um, in, in general, ac- ac- across the two days that uh, um, we're gonna have uh, folks engaged in the event, um, we're gonna be covering... Portions of almost all of the, the five domains that uh, that we've been talking about, um, and giving you know people a, a chance to immerse themselves in a multidisciplinary way, really invest the time and effort in in their own professional development as learning business professionals. So, you know, hopefully kind of moving things forward a a little bit in in this whole area.
0: Right. And we haven't specifically divided things into, you know, like a track. There's not a track for the marketing folks or a track for the the technology folks or a track for the learning folks, because the whole point here is that it is this multidisciplinary approach. And we really feel like the learning business professional needs to have at least Um, A certain level of fluency in all of these domains. They're all essential to, to what we're doing today.
1: Definitely, definitely. And also, you know, we believe this fluency uh, needs to exist across the organization. There needs to be um, a, a multidisciplinary um, approach across the organization. So, we do have a lot of organizations that are going to be bringing multiple people. And I suspect in a lot of cases, you know, they're not just going to be coming from an education department, um, they will be coming from marketing and technology um, and, and, and having, you know, uh, multifunctional teams sitting at the table uh, going through the event. So, you know, we're excited about that because we, this whole concept of the learning business we think is extremely important. This whole idea of uh, the learning business professional and and people really identifying as that and investing in that is is incredibly important. So I think the bottom line is, you know, if if you do identify as a learning business professional, and if you didn't before this podcast, we we hope you do (laughs) at this point, um, you you need to be pursuing professional development that supports that identity. And, you know, LTD is is just one option. Uh, Obviously, it's one we hope you'll consider. But regardless, you know we hope we hope that you'll use a tool like the Learning Business Maturity Model, which again we'll make sure we, we link to in the, in the show notes um, for this episode. Um, and then we you know we have a range of other resources. Um, we're going to be talking some in upcoming episodes about our emphatically recommended readings, which are you know books that hit on all these domains that we're talking about that we think you know uh, are, are essential reads for for people who want to develop as a as, as a leader um, and as a learning business professional. Um, and again, we'll discuss those more in upcoming episodes, but. We we have a wide range of other resources as well. In fact, we covered a number of them in the, in the last episode that, that you and I did together. We'll make sure to to link back to that uh, again as well. But um, you know, we're trying our best to offer um, uh, plenty, and, and certainly we'd love to hear from from listeners as to you know what you're doing with with your professional development, where you're getting resources.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think the takeaway is is twofold from this episode of the podcast. One is is uh, you know check in with yourself and do you identify with that label of learning business professional, and if The answer is yes, then get a plan for how you um, increase the the skills and mindset that you need to really excel in that role. So as we're exiting, we want to say thanks to Your Membership for being the sponsor of this episode of the podcast. You can find out more about Your Membership at yourmembership.com. And we want to mention again that learning technology design is coming up March 1st through 3rd, and you can get the details, read more about the program that touches on this multidisciplinary approach. You can do that at ltd.leadinglearning.com. And if you do decide to join us, we hope you'll register before January 31st to get the preferred rate, which will save you $100 off of the full rate.
1: And we've mentioned uh, a number of times during the episode that we're going to make links to various things available in the show notes, like the maturity model and some of the resources and and things like that. You can get those show notes by going to leadinglearning.com slash episode 67. And while you're there, uh, you'll see that there are various options for subscribing to the podcast. So if you're getting value out of the Leading Learning Podcast and you haven't subscribed yet, we would be truly grateful if you would.
0: We would also be grateful if you would take just a minute to give us a rating on iTunes and you can do that by going to leadinglearning.com slash iTunes. We truly appreciate this and it also helps others find the podcast.
1: And finally, please consider making a direct effort to tell others about the podcast. And you can do that uh, by sending out a tweet. If, uh, if you're a Twitter user, simply by going to leadinglearning.com slash share. And if you don't tweet or just prefer to use some other channel, um, you know, go on Facebook, go on LinkedIn, uh, whatever your channel of preference is, and uh, just you know, link people over to leadinglearning.com slash podcast so they can see what we've been up to here and then hopefully uh, uh, join the, the, the network of listeners who are tuning in on a weekly basis.
0: Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Leading Learning Podcast.